like scary stories, if you like tasty beers, open up your mouth holes and open up your ears for... Shower thoughts with Reddit. (laughs) Darth Vader is so famous, people recognize him simply by breathing. That's good. All right, all right, true, true, here for it. Lemons, limes, lemon soda, lime soda, and lemon lime soda all taste completely different. Yeah, that's also true. Okay. Since animals and plants are mostly made of water, the evolution of all life is really the story of planets developing oceans and then eventually watching those oceans get up and start walking around. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a walking ocean lady. Yeah. We These are, are good shower thoughts. We are surrounded by ancient giants, but nobody cares because they're trees. Oh, I like that one. I care. That's some Lord of the Rings shit. I care. Come to the ant moot, motherfucker. Parkour is the adult version of The Floor is Lava. Yes. yes. <laughs> I love this voice you're affecting for these. This is like the NPR voice. Yeah. yeah. The sun that you see is the exact one that everyone in history has ever seen. It's true. Wow. It's Think true. about that. The same sun we gaze upon without our, our glasses on. Donald Trump, I'm looking yeah, at you, is the same sun yeah. that Queen Elizabeth the first the first looked upon. that fucking nefertiti looked at mm-hmm. yeah this has been all thoughts this considered been, did you did you guys hear we got a new moon we got a new baby moon we do what baby moon do 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 no do, baby i don't know what we you're talking about we got a new baby moon what are you talking what about are you we got a new moon it's a planet it's not it because it's orbiting us okay it's cool. not for very long every once in a while because earth is big and fat and okay that's Earth's stupid a chunky, so it's not a moon a chunky earth boy he's a chunky boy Chunk. so we moving through the system right and then like a random piece of rock come by and it's trying to just skip off on its merry way and earth is like mm-mm, mine and it pulls us into the gravity and then the moon and then the moon and the circles can we see it uh it's like the size of a car no. So the answer is no. Is it, is it like a Sebring? Like what is it? Is it a Dodge Stratus? Like what are we? What are we talking about here? <laughs> it's a stretch Hummer. Even if it was a stretch Hummer, you would you, not be able to see it with the naked eye. And its its pattern is like a big uh, dick ovaly shape. <laughs> it's got two balls. It's a two big balls. dick a, shape. It's a it's weird a dick orbit. Cocculus. But, so we have this new moon, but it it's orbiting us in a really weird way because it's in the trying shape to avoid of a our actual moon. Mm-hmm. And they, it's orbiting like once every like couple weeks. You leave mm-hmm. our moon alone. Um, and they said that by like April, it will have worked itself out of our <sighs> orbit because it's like very slowly working itself out. It, is, but, it, is it hauling ass around us, or is it like? No, it's like moving uh, slightly faster than our normal moon. Oh, okay, but yeah, we have a baby moon, but we can't see it. Never. And scientists scientists then what was the point of telling me about it they weren't even looking for it they were suddenly just like What's what is that, that? Like, oh my god we got a new moon fucking sebring look at that <laughs> it's that fucking tesla <laughs> it's a brand new ford escape uh, hashtag thank you escape. elon apparently it, hap- it happens every like i don't know day six to eight weeks no like every every month so. it's like oh. the we earth had a new cycle moon for a little bit yeah so we have a new moon for like less than a month we'll have a new moon 
It's well, just thank like you for the tuning into cycle. Wacky Moons. This has been this, your. Uh, I, 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 if I'd known this was going to be our cold open topic, I would have done more recent research about baby moons. You're moon. the one who opened your I was damn just like, mouth. Oh, yeah, there's a baby moon. I don't remember how science works. Baby moons are <laughs> baby moon. Google baby moon, it'll tell you about baby moons. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. I talk for a living. Make noises, mouth talks, Naya. Yeah, you're good. You're good at reading things, but then you didn't bring anything to read. I didn't read. I need a script. <laughs> I can't be left to my own devices. <laughs> have you met me? I have. <laughs> Wife, have you found something? If chickens are modern time <laughs> dinosaurs and plastic is made out of oil, which is made out of dinosaurs, then if you put dinosaur-shaped chicken nuggets in a plastic container, you're storing dinosaur-shaped dinosaurs and other dinosaurs. <laughs> Mind yeah. Blown. You know what else is blown? Hi! <laughs> Welcome to the Booze and Brews podcast. We are the podcast where we tell each other ghost stories. We drink thematically appropriate beer. And we like dinosaur-shaped dinosaurs in dinosaurs. It's dinosaurs, dinosaurs all, all the, the way, way down. down. We're just jamming di- all kinds of I dinosaurs in these dinosaurs. I just want a line of dinosaur dick butts all the way to my mouth. But when they mentioned dinosaur-shaped chicky nuggies, I was like, holy shit, the three of us have shared Dinosaur-shaped chicken nuggies. nuggies. We have. We have. We have. Oh, we my have. God, they you guys. Good. They were Is, good. Wasn't it because we couldn't find normal chicken nuggies? Yes, and yeah. we had to go with the dinosaur And shaped. we were like, well, uh, look, if you're going to make me, universe. The, the, chicken nuggies. The Girl Scouts down at Ralph's were uh, also feasting upon delicious chicken nuggies? chicken nuggies, which I told them to enjoy their nuggies as I left. <laughs> oh my God. And now you're on a different government watch list. <laughs> yeah, I realized that because I realized, okay, so I told Melissa this story, but I like... I honestly didn't know what the money goes to other than just Girl Scouts. I was like, what do you do with it? Do you do cool stuff? And then like they started saying all this cool shit that they do, like these special getaways they do, zip lining and archery and shit. And I was like, that sounds awesome. I'm going to join the Girl Scouts. And they were like, like, you're on the list. I hope that is taken as it was intended, <laughs> not on the which was intended watch list as I want to be on a government watch list. I want to, yeah. I want to hang out and go zip lining with eleven-year-old girls. Yes, Jesus. and then like you know, sort of creepily rub their shoulders gently, <laughs> tell them this how, is why how, the Boy Scouts are bankrupt now, Bob. Tell them they're gonna grow up to be very beautiful because they ain't got them cookies. They don't got the <laughs> they cookies. Sell fucking nuts, bullshit. They yeah. sell nuts and fucking child abuse. That's calendar. what they sell. Yeah, they sell toxic masculinity. They sell nuts. That. Yeah, they sell yeah, Girl nuts. Scouts sell nuts, too. Oh, do they? Yeah, when they sell calendars. Who's got better nuts? The girls, obviously. The girls, obviously. They're the same I'm nuts. Who run the world? Girls. Girls. <laughs> girls. Who went bankrupt? The boys. boys. <laughs> Who run the nuts? Girls. 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 <laughs> I run these nuts. Who's better at uh, small, multi-level marketing schemes? <laughs> girls. <laughs> who's, who's better yeah. at pyramid I mean, like, scheme? Girl Scout cookies is really like the herbal life for children, oh, if you 100%. think about it. Yeah, but fucking everybody loves them shit. I know. It's, if, if I bought life five was, boxes of cookies today. You did. Buy a lot of yeah. You guys bought me box cookies. I'm very excited about yeah. it. Yes. We did have a cookie break, and Bob was like, I need five cookies. I did. Yep. And I ate them. How many trifles do you want? Five. five. I, that's the number I pick out every time. I, five. I, I'm very little good at getting five. five. little stack of five little of my trifles. At least you don't shove them all in your mouth at the same time. <laughs> no, I do eat them individually like a refined gentleman. <laughs> they're good. Trifles are good. Yeah. Uh, they're my For favorite. For a shortbread cookie. I, yeah. 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 I did look up a recipe to make your own trefoils. Oh. So I'm like, ooh, maybe one day I'll do that. Maybe. Uh, shortbread you know cookies are hard to bake well. Yeah. There's a very fine line between like burnt rock <laughs> yeah. and moosh. Yeah. 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 
Uh, so that has speaking this, of cookies, this has been the uh, Cookie Talk with the Booze and Brews podcast. Cookie Talk. Um, Cookie yeah, this talk. this week we are doing uh, haunted Arkansas. Yeah, they cookies. got cookies there. There are cookies. I mean, cookies in Arkansas. That is a cookie heavy state. Yes, this is it courtesy. Really is. Yeah, Vanessa's been. Tuna has been to Arkansas. Oh yeah, Tuna spent a lot of time in Arkansas over the years. Uh, but this episode is courtesy of one listener, Shalena. Hey, way to make a suggestion. You guys want to send us your own suggestions? Email us at boozemoozepodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, maybe one day I'll do it. I'm going um, down to Arkansas. They got cookies. <laughs> I like and cookies. Racism. And <laughs> ghosts. What a great segue. Ghosts to tell you about the Crescent Hotel. <laughs> the ghost of racism. Nope, still alive and That's well. Alive. <laughs> He's not dead yet. Like laugh, but you're on an escalator. Yeah. We're going up. It's an Irish version of the laugh because you have yeah. to. Yeah, you the pull up at the end. Yes. Anyway, I know. I know how to do an Irish accent. This beer Irish is so strange. The more I drink it, the less it tastes like a sour patch kid. Yeah, and the more it which, tastes like a tree, which is a little disappointing. I was enjoying drinking sour patch kid. So it smells like a tree. Uh, like a tree. It doesn't smell good. No. It smells like feet. Mm. There's a funk. It's, it's a little old sock. Yeah, it's there's a funk to it that is un- like that cork smells. I'm not gonna lie to you. I kind of like it. Gross! <laughs> I kind of like this beer. It's really strange. Uh, it I is like strange. The beer. I don't like the smell. Oh yeah. I agree anyway, before we start telling you more about the beer, let me tell you about the story which um, brought us to the beer. Let's uh-uh. get to these Arkansas ghosts. Arkansans ghosts. Crescent Arkansinian. Hotel. The 1886 Crescent Hotel. Why is it called that? Because, boys and girls, it's in Crescent City. It is located in Eureka Springs, Arkansas, and was opened on May 20th, 1886. All right. I I understand how we got there. So it's not just a clever name. Uh, The hotel was built by the Eureka Springs Improvement Company and the Frisco Railroad. Oh, the Frisco Railroad. Yes. Mm. It uh, was a very fancy uh, hotel and featured large, airy rooms that were, quote, comfortably furnished Ooh, i um, love a comfortably furnished room yes. me too makes me in especially a in the 1800s comfortably furnished room in the 1880s please yeah. those you are go hard to, the to come by in, soft beds you go to the quality in spiked beds nobody wants to sleep no on spiked beds that. That. they're Plus, not comfortable no free hubbo no, no. <laughs> and if you're wondering why in the hell such a uh, fancy high-end hotel would be built in the ozarks i was wondering uh the answer is simple Hot springs. Oh, hot springs. Healing waters. Because they heal the the restorative properties. Earth bubbles. Mm. The earth farts. Heat up the water. Earth farts. Bathe in it. And bathe in it. That's right. Healing waters. Uh, Eureka Springs. Bathing in Mother Nature's farts. Yeah. It's, oh, have you ever been to hot springs? It's pretty nice. No. Don't worry. She's been eating dinosaurs. Uh, In the late 19th century. Chicken coming out. Uh, more than 60 hot springs bubbled up in and around the area and the waters were touted as a cure-all from, uh, for everything from baldness, female troubles, hay fever, to cancer. Wait. Come so, on, so come this all. magic water gonna cure my vagina and my husband's baldness? Yes. Yeah. All my well, female your troubles. your head in there, Philip. That's right. Just have Mother Nature fart on your bald spot. Yeah, put hair. your head all the way in. Keep it under the water until you are no longer bald. 
or breathing. Um, that's not my out. problem. I'm dunking my vagina in. I'm doing my part. You just come back out with a chia pet head. Just like fucking. <laughs> He's Bob Ross. Yeah. <laughs> He's talking about happy vaginas. I'm just going to draw you some happy, happy vaginas. vaginas. This, this vagina is our little secret over here. No. <laughs> oh, this little dickens over here. Uh, so naturally, uh, wealthy people would be drawn to the area. Yeah, man. For the healing powers of such water. Get into it. Uh, the hotel ran for 15 years before uh, slow business forced its closure. Oh no, but the spring's still hot. There are still hot springs. Mother Nature's um, still farting. At that time, the Frisco, the Frisco Railroad took over the lease, and in 1908, they opened the Crescent College and Conservatory for young women. Oh, mm. we're uh, gonna go to the Lady Fart College. Yeah, <laughs> this is where you learn how to toot like a lady. It's you, where a little like you just you learn, learn how to make you learn how like to a- make the most delicate of queefs. <laughs> Like a lady. Look, because vagina fart farts college. are not. You queef like a lady. Because yeah. vagina farts are not attractive. So we need to figure <laughs> out how to make the vagina fart into a nicer, more delicate tone. Go to the Christian college. You pass all your classes, your queefs will be melodious and mm-hmm. less odorous. That's right. Bob's <laughs> <laughs> <Box> broken. <laughs> The school. I tell. I would work in this marketing department, and I'd be good at it. (laughs) We would, and then we need to figure out our sports team. How do you sports that with the vaginas? Uh, We would be the fighting queefs, the sniffers. Oh, okay. (laughs) The muff punchers. Mm, No sniffers. Why not just the muffs? Because that's not as much fun. It's not as much fun. Obviously. I disagree. Oh, anyway, well, that's why it's not fucking college for you, is it? It's for but young women. Not feminism. This is not a thing I need to learn. <laughs> yeah, you don't have a vagina that queefs. I have a dick that farts. No, you. What? What? We'll talk about it off air. <laughs> I have questions. <laughs> I've just got a farty dick, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Look, my dick, he gassy. What I say? The plumbing's a little screwed up, all right? <laughs> so anyway, the school operated... All them dino nuggies. <laughs> so our Muff College operated until 1934, and, is mo- and its, most favorite, <laughs> its most famous graduate was a woman named Mary L. Lundy, who was the head of the University of Georgia's Women's Education and Physical Education for Women Department for 35 years. Oh, yeah, fighting muffs. She is so important that today there is a $1 million scholarship in her name. Oh. She came from the Muff College. That's cool. Yeah. And she's about lady fitness. In education. So okay. she was basically, my guess is, charging the entire women's program at the University of Georgia. Got you. And they were like, look, years. you're in charge of two things. Education and physical fitness, because apparently that's all that fucking yeah. matters when look, you're a we woman. we just need you to not sound like a dumb dumb be skinny. Because <laughs> we're going to need your vaginal muscles to push out babies. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to have to chase after a husband. That's right. Then, then no, delight, him, delight him with your conversation. And, and then push you, out his babies. That's right. And you have one to be million dollar scholarship. Also, sexually him. acrobatic. Yeah, delight him with your dolphin vagina. The, yeah, that's a that's a <laughs> master's course. Squeeze dolphin <laughs> vagina. Yeah, that's a doctorate. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. For sure. That's doctor vagina. Uh, so in 1937, <gasps> the hotel's most infamous owner, Norman Baker, bought the property, renovating it and turning it into the Baker Cancer Clinic. Now, oh no, but we was teaching vaginas. Now we teach him fake. 
Oh, no. now we teaching cancer. Fake cancer. Oh, fake cancer. Mm. Uh, fake cancer cool. cure. Uh, Baker claimed to have the cure for cancer. And Who his, doesn't? Right, oh, yeah. And his Has poster he, advertisements. Is, is it avocado toast? No. Okay. Oh, wow. um, is it golden milk? <laughs> yes. It's got the turmeric in it. Let's it's it's anti-inflammatory milk. and anti-cancer. Uh, so his poster advertisements claimed that this could be achieved, cure for cancer could be achieved without, quote, knives, radium, x-rays, or serums. Cool. Um, no serums here. Unfortunately... For the patients at or uh, truth, right? at this castle in the sky, uh, Baker was not a doctor. All right, uh, and his cure. What year is this? Nineteen thirty-seven. Okay, okay. Sadly, yes. Uh, sadly, at this time in our country's history, I think more and more people must have been being diagnosed with cancer because, unfortunately, the number of cancer quacks that were out there i'm sure is quite high like you kind of fall down a well of like bunch of different fake cancer doctors yeah there's a lot of them well and i don't feel like the number of cancer cases was rising i feel like our ability to find and diagnose cancer was improving right i feel like probably had the same amount of cancer it just used to be like oh hey you have cancer grandma died of a tummy ache to grandma died of colon cancer right you know Mm. yeah she couldn't shit yeah she shitted herself to death. To death. Uh, but yes, unfortunately uh, for everybody, his uh, cancer cure potion was nothing more than watermelon seeds, brown corn Watermelon silk. seeds, like ground up or just alcohol? It's like a tea. Like a boba tea? Yeah. With watermelon seeds? Yeah. He could yeah. Just, just grow a ton of watermelons inside that belly. <laughs> uh, alcohol and carbolic acid. Oh, shit. Carbolic acid, for those of you who are not chemists. Is acid that dissolves cars. Is very poisonous. And it's made of tar. Mm. And is used in plastics and nylon. Delicious. Yeah. Drink up. Yeah. Uh, so he's just like feeding people spanks. Yeah. Yeah, oh. it's just spanks dipped in tar. Yeah. That will definitely cure whatever's wrong with you. Yes. My cure all tar spanks. <laughs> that sounds like a uh, BDSM club. Tar, tar spanks. Yeah. Tar spanks? I'm, gonna, I'm yeah. going. Yeah. Or a, like there. specific well, that like type a racist of gay. BDSM club. Oh, I was like, no, like it's a specific type of gay. Like I'm an otter. I'm a bear. I'm, I'm a tar, tar spank. <laughs> <laughs> I wear like vinyl rubber tar spank. Yeah, I'm a tar spank. Okay. I'm really into tar spank. Cool. I'm a triple Leo. <laughs> That's amazing. So <laughs> for two years, uh, Baker thrived, uh, pulling in nearly $500,000 a year. Oh, that's a lot of money. Which is $9 million in yeah, today's money. That's, that's a pretty lot good. of fake cancer money. Yes. And, uh, oh my God. It's, she's the Theranos of its day. For real. <laughs> a chemistry has occurred. That voice she would use. Oh my God. It's not um, even real. The, Elizabeth. Uh, what's her name? Elizabeth. I want to say Elizabeth Short. I was going Elizabeth Smart. <laughs> uh, Elizabeth Theranos. But yeah. she would talk like yeah. a man for some reason. I don't a know chemistry why. chemistry has occurred. It's totally normal. This is my normal voice. I promise. Theranos. Um, word was spreading that. Tar Spanks. This cure was bullshit, but the state of Arkansas couldn't shut him down uh, because he was doing so much for the local economy. Because you have to think in 1937, we're in the middle of this little thing called the Depression. And he's paying fucking yeah. mad taxes, I bet. And I'm sure he's mad paying taxes. mad taxes. He's Tons of tourism to the area. Yeah. Yes. Plus people dying already going to die. Yeah. Yep. The so, fucking funeral home industry just yeah. going nuts. I like oh, they don't said, do that, baby. I like how he <laughs> said uh, we can cure this without use of radium. Not radiation. 
Radium. Yeah. Oh, I have cancer. Right. Here, eat this radium. I'm sure it'll clear right up. Yeah. It's better than eating a radio. Yeah. You want to know about radium? Read the story of the radium girl. Eat a transistor radio. Delicious. Yeah. You can eat talk a out of radio. Break a breaker coming at you. Breaker, breaker, my butthole is making sounds. Boop, boop, boop. Until the batteries run out, you can get the local news from my asshole. <laughs> yeah, which is kind of true. Because um, where does news come from nowadays? Yeah, Your My asshole. butt. Yeah, um, mom's asshole. So yes, the feds finally got involved. Uh, and in 1939, they got him. Uh, a la Capone, the feds didn't nail him oh, on tax evasion? murder or physical damage or anything. No, mail fraud. Mail fraud. He was mailing his advertisements announcing or talking about his fake cancer cure gotcha. he was sending it via postal you were using the mail to spread your lies, lies. exactly and that is a felony boys and girls kindly to lies in the mail that's how they got it um if you are interested i'm a southern fbi agent i'm a southern gentleman and i revel in the mail <laughs> i love the mail the united states postal service is an amazing Piece of I, modern engineering. Every night when I go to sleep, I thank God for my wife, my mama, and the U.S. Postal, Postal Service. <laughs> the beauty and elegance of a stamp. Uh, my goodness. It just gets my dick hard. It's true. It's a tiny, sticky piece of paper that lets me send a piece of paper from one side of the globe to the to other. other. 37 cents. I cannot ma- get and maintain an erection today. unless I've like placed it no less than three stamps on my wife's forehead. So anyway, in 1940. I like to lick them. <laughs> Baker was found. The stamps, not my wife. Both. I lick them both. <laughs> I lick her and then put the stamp on she's her. A, she's a, she went to the fighting muff sniffers. It's her alma mater. <laughs> so anyway, 1940, Baker was found guilty and sentenced to uh, four years at Leavenworth. Oh, shit. Four uh, years. Four years. Uh, at his trial, a man named John Tunis testified about John the John Tunis? John Tuna. Your ancestor. My ancestor. Johnny Tuna. Johnny, Johnny Tuna. So Johnny Tuna testified about the horrors inflicted on his wife, Lula. Oh, no. Lula the Tuna. Lula oh, no. the Tuna. She took the needle treatments. She told me it was awful. It was awful. That five or seven needles a day were stuck into her. Yeah. And they would yeah. hold them there until the medicine ran out. Yeah. Ew. She it's said like it did IV. She said it didn't do much good. Said she wanted to go home, that she was getting worse. She was in terrible shape when she left the Baker Institute and went down in bed right away. Lula was dead a month later. Well, yeah, they were injecting her with fucking tar and acid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Lula, though, uh, got it easy, I'd, I'd say, oh, comparatively. No. Oh, God, no. Um, other patients had holes drilled into their skulls. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. Which were then filled with this serum oh shit just on just your brain apply it directly to, to the brain directly I don't to your be brain that guy but didn't uh Dahmer do the same thing mm, yeah. drill holes in your head and pour acid in it no, he did it so he could create a walking zombie yeah yes. but it's it's the same treatment yeah, drill a hole in your head and put acid in your brain sexual reasons yeah that's different this guy that, was not getting part, off on it that part is different the sex he part was, is different the, he was just trying to get paid um <laughs> In fact, a great majority of the people who took the treatment uh, lived only a short while after returning to their home from the hospital if they returned at all. Shocking. Um, in fact, it's believed that these treatments actually hastened the death of sufferers yeah. in most oh, cases. Oh, really? Oh, really? Yes. 
I'm um, having flashbacks to that uh, a story I did about Starvation Heights, where like everybody went and yes. they just died. And they died. Yeah. That's pretty much what this is. Um, and you know, it would be amazing if this guy Norman Baker served, got served like street justice or something after yeah, his four did more years than in four prison. Years. Mm. No, or he mm-hmm. got cancer and died. No, nope. he's he had, fine. He died of cirrhosis of the liver in um, 1958. Uh, he was fined a whole whopping $4,000 and spent the rest of his day living on a yacht off of the coast of Florida. Holy shit. You could do America. America. Epstein didn't kill himself. Epstein we lo- we love a shyster himself. in America, my man. We really, we really do. do. So guess what this place got? Ghosts. Dead cancer ghosts. ghosts. Dead cancer ghosts. But you'd be surprised, and I was surprised as I was looking into the uh, the ghost stories of it. You would think there'd be more cancer patient ghosts, considering all the pain and suffering and that was inflicted. Oh, hopefully right. they've just no. moved on. They're, yeah, they, they, a they lot of them have, must have moved on um, because the majority of the ghosts are from the olden hotel days. Oh, there was, there was before one, it was even a Muff College. Before Muff College, <laughs> um, back when it was just a Farty Water Hotel. Yeah. So there is one ghost of a cancer patient. But uh, like I said, the majority of them are old Victorian era ghosts. Interesting. Yeah. Who just who just wanted to get healed by those waters. Yeah. Um, so one ghost, uh, they call him Michael. All right. Uh, he has Hello, Michael. Why hello, hello Michael. there. Hello. Oh hey. Night Rider. <laughs> uh, Michael is believed to have been an Irish stonemason who fell to his death during the construction of the hotel in the 1880s. And I so fell into my death during the 1880s. They believe what happened was he fell and where he landed is now the position uh, or the location of room 218. Okay. So room 218 is haunted by the ghost of Michael. By the um, ghost of a smooshed Irishman. By a Michael flat- Flatley. <laughs> Get it? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Given everything else you've done today. Thank God. Uh, don't worry, I'll blow this goodwill before the show's over. But, oh my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, God damn it. It's so Holy stupid. shit, that was the best. So, it was so bad. It was so bad. So, I did not think your brain worked that fast. It usually doesn't. <laughs> So Mr. Flatley is uh, pretty mischievous, um, and he frequently messes with the lights, doors, and television. Does he make the lights dance? He flicks them on and off real quick. <laughs> I just want to dance. Uh, I just want to dance, daddy. Clickety, clickety, clack. Yeah, guests have reported uh, seeing hands come out of the bathroom mirror. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Out That's of the bathroom creepy. mirror. Yep. That's some fucking frightener shit right there. Uh, doors that slam shut and then refuse to open back up again. Okay. And pe- I'm a door. I refuse. People have also heard. The you can't cr- make me. The cries of a man falling in the ceiling. Oh no, it's another Doppler ghost. Oh, they just hear. Ah. Exactly. Um, <laughs> those are the most common uh, occurrences, but one gentleman actually also claimed to have seen blood splattered all over the walls. Oh no, like a man, like an Irishman has been smooshed. Like he's been flattened. Like a said little Irish pancake. Oh, no. Uh, an Irish flapjack. That's right. And so now he's all over the walls. But former uh, guests of the hotel are uh, also reluctant to leave. So it's not just Michael. 
All right. That likes to hang out. All right. As I mentioned, other Victorian era guests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like to hang out. And one Christmas in particular. All right. Uh, employees discovered that the big Christmas tree and presents that they had placed underneath it uh, in the dining room had moved from one end of the room to the other overnight when nobody was there. Oh my God, was it the Grinch? Was it trying to steal Christmas? <laughs> no. I think the ghosts wanted a better uh, view, vantage point of the uh, tree because it was moved across the room. And then when they came in in the morning, workers found a circle of chairs around the tree as if they were all kind of like, oh, let's like all some sit. some weird fucking pagan ritual and that's gaze, all of the tree. And I'll gaze upon the tree here. As we are celebrating the joys of Christmas. Yeah, just watching that Irishman dance. Yeah, yeah. why not? Um, in between the dining room and the kitchen, so a lot of this is in the, the dining room, which makes sense because well, good times were had. Bars, drinks, Yeah, fun, I get dances. it. I get it. Christmas trees. Yeah, so in between the dining room and the kitchen, there is a really big mirror. Okay. And one day, one of the waitresses who was working happened to like look up, look into the mirror and instead of seeing just her own reflection, she actually saw the reflection of two Victorian era people, like a man and a woman holding hands, looking at each other as if they were getting married. Oh, oh, that's very sweet. She yeah. photobombed their wedding. <laughs> she did. She total photobombed. And the man apparently like turned, looked at her and then like, vanished. Like, bitch, get out my wedding. Like, you in my shot. Mm-hmm. Um, You're taking my light. <laughs> and uh, she quit immediately thereafter. She's, She's like, like nope. I- I'm not made for this shit. Fuck that. I'm out. Uh, sure. Yes. Oh, I would have totally say that sounds awesome. Uh, Those ghosts weren't doing anything scary. No. They're just getting married. They just love each other. I, they had a really good wedding reception at this hotel. Yeah. And then we died there immediately thereafter. It's like Bob and us. We're hanging out at the, the horse ranch, which makes sense now that we know from last episode, Bob's a horse fucker. Yeah. That's uh, one thing I love doing. We don't know that. He could be someone who is fucked by horses. Good point. We don't know. We don't. I I just love their tender nays. <laughs> their soft hair. Gross. Their soft, soft anyway. hair. Gross. Anyway, others have encountered. Their feet. Stop, 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 stop. <laughs> I take back all of my oh, compliments. No. You're Michael Valley. I told you I'd ruin you, it. I, you worked hard to do it quickly. Yeah. Others um, have found or discovered, came upon the spirit of a man sitting near the window saying to himself, I saw the most beautiful woman here last night, and I'm waiting for her to return. Oh, sweet is that? Yeah. It's a Craigslist misconnection in the afterlife. Yeah. And he's just like, I'm waiting he's for just this. waiting. You waiting a while, buddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But of course, you know, like I said, not all the ghosts are f- smooshed Irish dancers uh-huh, uh-huh. or happy-go-lucky Victorian-era people. I There are also, there's one ghost from the Norman Baker days. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, who is from, said, the, from the fake cancer From fake cancer neurologist, sure. yes. Uh, and the most famous of these ghosts, there's like a nurse you can hear like a gurney walking up and down the hallway, apparently oh. in the middle of the night. Yeah, so you'll hear that. And that's something sometimes people will see an apparition, but most often you'll just hear like a gurney walk down the hall. But the most famous of the cancer era ghosts is that of Theodora. Uh, Theodora? Theodora, who occupies room 419. Um, Theodora was a patient of Norman Baker. 
patient. I'm going to use that term very loosely. Um, how do we know this? Um, we know that she was a patient because she tells you so. So people. I will, was a patient. I stayed in room 419. My okay, <laughs> No, people will come up to a woman trying to get into room 419 and she'll be like, I've lost my key. Hi. And, and then you exchange pleasantries like, oh, hello. Oh, hi. What What's, an interesting. Dra- oh, well, hi. Oh, hi. Oh, hi. Um, she'll explain my name. See, I'm a patient of Norm. I'm a patient. I think she called him Dr. Baker. Uh-huh. I'm a patient of Dr. Baker. And after explaining, like, oh, I'm not a doctor. <laughs> having the normal pleasantry, she's known to vanish into thin air. Oh, I wonder wow. if anybody's ever told him that dude's not a fucking doctor. And she's like, what? what? And then she becomes diamond. <laughs> well, she, was she, uh, was she was a patient. No, no was he, he a doctor? Oh, he was God, not no. a doctor. I may have like changed his first name to doctor, so his name was Dr. Dr. Baker. Yeah. Well, no, do you remember? Did, uh, Listen did you to our the, Patreon episode this month. That uh, episode of... Uh, featuring old podcast mom, because I'm going to tell you more about Norman oh, that, that episode of The Simpsons where they had like Duffland or whatever, mm-hmm. and then Lisa drank the water on one of the rides. Oh, yeah. And then the doctor comes like, okay, first give her these. And they give her put a bunch of pills. Then give her these and put some more pills. And then give her all these. And then he drops all these pills. I'd be like, that's so nice to have a doctor on set. He goes, oh, I'm not I'm a not doctor. doctor. <laughs> Still one of my favorite lines. Yeah, I remember that. That was a good oh, episode. Oh, God. Um, so, but back in uh, 2012, one guest staying in Theodora's room actually asked. So they are very much like there was a couple. They very much leaned into the whole ghostiness of it. They booked room 419 specifically. They were to looking try. for Theodora. They were. So the woman goes, Theodora, are you here in the room with me? We'd love to talk to you. They try to do some EVP work in the room. But of course, this is like in the middle of the fucking afternoon. You're not going to get anything. Yeah. So they She's leave. sleeping. Yeah. Ghosts are nocturnal. Then she goes about her business. She does her thing. Um, They come back in the middle of the night. So or they come back at nighttime. They go to bed at 1 a.m., the woman is awo- uh, is awakened by uh, first she feels um, like she can't breathe. So she's awakened by like this feeling that she's being suffocated mm. or she can't breathe. Not great. And then a- as she's feeling this, the she has the blanket pulled all the way up to her chin and she feels the blanket tugging down on by like her ear like over up by her shoulder area mm-hmm. and then she very clearly hears the voice a very feminine faint voice in her ear saying and i quoteth um they told me not to talk oh shit Ooh. so that's no good yeah the woman's like okay i asked theodora and here she goes they told me not to talk but I think this is her way of talking to us. Um, but that was unfortunately the only bit of the only interaction they interaction had. that mm-hmm. they had mm-hmm. with her that day. So yeah, that is the story of the Crescent Hotel, eighteen eighty six, and it's yeah. still open. I can go it there now. It is. So I am not. I did not tell you any of the history <laughs> of the future blah 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 because it doesn't matter. But it is a hotel today. You can book it today. They lean so hard into this hotel. They are quoteth America's most haunted hotel. They fucking oh, love that they're they a haunted all, ass hotel. They yeah. fucking. I think that's every great. night they do a ghost tour. Oh, oh that's, that's fun. fun. Um, and they wow. Yeah. Okay, weird. Um, but every <laughs> night <laughs> you can. They'll take you on different tours. They'll explain everything to you. Do you have you. to be staying at the hotel to do the ghost tour? I believe so. Yes, and that makes sense. 
It's just for their patrons. That's yeah. It's cool, though. But it is a very cool thing. And they, like I said, lean very heavily into it. There's a whole blog post. And you can read all these different... They're not really stories, but it's more like, and then mm. this happened, and then people feel this. They've had psychic mediums come by mm-hmm. who've said, yes, we actually feel like this hotel, specifically in the basement area where the morgue was for the clinic, is almost a portal to the other <laughs> side, which is why they think a lot of spirits... Are, are still hanging about. Still hanging about there because they are close to the portal, but they have not yet made it through the portal. Interesting. Um, wow, Sorry, I, you guys. Weird. So that brings me to my beer. Yeah. My beer is called Ralph. Because um, <laughs> you get injected with toss banks and you get vomiting. Yeah. Sure. That's uh, the real reason that I... drink too much of them hot springs, why are you going to get vomiting? <laughs> no, the real reason that I bought it was that the beer is made by a brewery called the Ale Apothecary. And I thought, with all of the different uh, injections that you get from Mr. Norman Baker. And then you picked the one that had the most random assortment of fucking ingredients yeah, in it. Yeah, and I did. And I picked one. And it one. smells a little bit like feet and Sour Patch Kids. Yeah. So it is a uh, wild fermentation ale uh, mm-hmm. brewed with fur needles. Yes, it does taste like a Christmas tree. It tastes like fern gully. And honey and aged in wine barrels. It is very tart. It's peculiar. Holy it's a shit. strange one. It, it smells. It is like a puckery Christmas tree. Smells like feet. But it smells from the honey. like rainforest feet. Mm. But it, is, it finishes with fur needles. It like smells, it tastes like a Christmas tree. It, it does. smells to me a little bit like dirt as well. That's the fur needle. But the sweetness definitely that. comes from the honey. And you get that wine. You do get like a barrel aged, like a wine kind of more or less aftertaste. Kind of. It hits very, very tart at it first. So like I tart. was like, how is this not a sour? We were like, it tastes like a Sour Patch Kid. It does. But then it finishes sweet with that honey. Yep. So it really tastes like candy. This is bizarre. His beer tastes like candy. It's str- I uh, just I, like this cancer cure. Yeah, I'm I, enjoying it. It's very strange. Yeah. I enjoy it as well. I would not want more than a third of this 500 milligram bottle. They only made 1,302 bottles. That was probably enough. Uh, <laughs> and it is... It's a doozer. It's a 8.31%. All right. But. It's 83 Mafia. Yeah. Uh, the Ale Apothecary is located in Bend, Oregon. All right. Oh, neat. So there you go. I love it. That is uh, my story. That is my beer. I hope you all enjoyed. It's interesting. You as a sour tart beer I, lover. I like it. Do you, But do you feel like it is too tart? It is a sipping tart. Like this is one that it's like you're going to work on for a hot minute. Yeah. But I like it. I like it too. All right, well, that's great. That was a great story. That was a great beer. And now I'm going to yell at you in a second. Then we're going to tell you a bunch of other things. I'll tell you another story. It's going to be great. You're going to love it. Hey, everybody. It's your old pal, Engineer Bob, graduated of Dick Fart College. Hey, guess what? We got a bunch of great social media websites where you can come and talk to us. We've got a Twitter at... Booze and Bruce. We got a Facebook at... Booze and Bruce. And we got an Instagram at... Booze and Bruce Podcast. And hey, you should also come uh, go, go over to patreon.com slash booze and bruise and sign up for our great Patreon account. Do We've it. got audio episodes, video episodes, sketches that I do during the show. It's a lot of fun. You're going to love it. And hey, guess what? We're going to be doing another listener's hometown haunt suggestion episode. So please, if you've got a great spooky story, you got to send it to us. Booze and Bruce Podcast at gmail.com. We'll read it on the air. We're going to tell everybody how spooky you are. It's going to be the spookiest ever. Do because it. We love our spookies. Yeah. So that's it for me. And now back to the show. Ah, welcome back. That was aggressive. <laughs> because this is aggressive Arkansas. Oh, Arkansas. 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 Aggressive. People pretty laid back in Arkansas. Yeah. People yeah. pretty chill. Apparently, my story where uh, Eureka Springs, apparently that's where Bill Clinton's from. 
Okay. Eureka. Eureka. Where, where, oh, uh, where is Eureka Springs in Arkansas? No. In the Arkansas. <laughs> it's in the Arkansas part of Arkansas. It's in Arkansas. <laughs> All right. The Ozarks. Where's that? Fuck, I don't know. I don't know. When you said in Ozarks, Arkansas. I was like, is that Arkansas? And I was like, no, oh, fuck nurse. This is it the is. Arkansas part of Arkansas. I'm going to tell you all about it in a second. I, I feel like Arkansas is one of those Googles. states you can like drive across in five hours. Yeah. It's pretty. It's Eureka like short Springs, and fat. Arkansas. Tell me. Be pleased to know that it's like yep. in the, in the oh, Arkansas part. Uh, actually, no, it's on the border with Missouri. Oh, Missouri. Uh, Missouri. 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 On the border of Missouri. Great. It's very close to Branson. Oh, <laughs> yeah. All the grandmas like oh to hang out. On a day trip. Uh, like it. And they can go get the healing waters for their gout. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and their bunions. And their bunions. <laughs> they can reminisce over when they used to go to school and they were the fighting muff sniffers. The muffs. <laughs> I forgot what they the were. The muffs. Nope. Anyway. The muffs. The muffs. The muffs. I'm the trying to think like Tristis. Yeah. Mustresses. Like the, the mistresses, yeah, but the, the mustresses. No, no, no. We got it. We got it. We got it. Thank you, though. You're welcome. <laughs> I like to imagine that that's like an heiress whose money comes from mustard. <laughs> a mustress. <laughs> anyway. Oh, uh, my story, Sally, doesn't have mustard or an heiress. Well, shit. Uh, but so I take... Does it have hot dogs? Uh, no. Chicky nuggies? Uh, no. Chalky milk? There's no food in my story. <laughs> shit. Um, so I'm going to tell you the story. Uh, I'm going to tell you about the natural steps. Okay. Which is in Polska County, which is, it's based, it's like. Polska tw- means Polish. It's like a Polski. Polska. Oh. Um, it's like 20 miles north of Little Rock. Sure. So it's pretty much dead fucking center in Arkansas. If you cool. care about where Arkansas things are in Arkansas. Yep. Nope. Um, if you're a geography so fan, which I know you, you are. If you were curious yes. what the natural steps might be. Yeah. You uh-huh. say to yourself, self. What the fuck is that? That's a natural Are step. Are they like the step in Mongolia where the um, fucking Mongols used to hang out? I don't know what those are. So um, it was you who said the Mongols. who said the Mongol women stink. It's a joke for two people. Yep. It was just for us. So I'm moving along. I'm just going to podcast mom right over you. So I quoteth Wikipedia. Oh, yes. The Wikipedia. So the natural steps are, quote, steps. Two perfectly parallel vertical walls of sandstone, 20 feet apart, that jut out from a disintegrated soft slates, prominently prominent conformity and descending step-like, 51 feet from the top of the riverbank, where they show themselves to the edge of the lowest watermark of the Arkansas River. So basically, there are these slabs of sandstone that emerge from the top of this, like... Is it like Atlantis? Like, 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 uh, cliff, Mm -hmm. and then generally step down until you get to the river. So you just, like, step down into the river. They're just steps. They're just stairs. They're made out of stone that are completely naturally occurring. Oh, neat. We'll post photos. They look amazing. I'd like to say it's like Atlantis. The lost city of Atlantis is in Arkansas. Sure. 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 We could say that. This is above the river. Fine. So these steps are along the Arkansas River. The Um, floating city of Atlantis, perhaps. It's it's cousin. It's... It's the steps are you get there. It's where it's floating. Yeah. yeah. Um, so there is there's like a little town that's called like Natural Steps or whatever. It's all unincorporated territory now because it's very small. Um, but so, yes, these steps are literally natural steps that exist in Arkansas, which is just a cool natural occurrence. You yeah. can go check out. It's a cool thing. Absolutely. Um, funny story. I 
was writing this entire story up and convinced myself I had been to the natural stack. Mm-hmm. Oh, you did. Um, you have that's not. Quite, that is very humorous. Thank you for telling yeah, us that funny so story. Then, so so I was looking at all these pictures and I was like, it's so weird. This doesn't look anything like what I remember. I bet this was like a different place. But I was like, no, I remember like the little town and the little like water and then the bridge. And like, I remember everything about it. So then this morning I called my sister mm-hmm. who used to live in Arkansas. Yeah. To say, sister. Do you remember when we went to the natural steps? And she said, no. No, you've never been there. (laughs) (laughs) So we went to the natural dam, which is a different thing in Arkansas. They have a lot of natural things. But I have been there. And then I was like, no, because there was the bridge and the steps over into like the little old town and stuff. And she was like, that is a completely different place in Arkansas that you have also been to years later so then she sends me pictures of me at both locations to be like see here you are and they're literally timestamped three years apart oh god but in my head they were together they're the same place whoops (laughs) and the one of me in front there's been some cookie lobe damage in between then and now (laughs) and the the one of me at uh at the like old timey town which i'm I'm in front of this bridge that looks exactly like the bridge that's in my fucking story Mm -hmm. but it's a different bridge which is both old fucking bridges in Arkansas but I'm I'm like standing in front of this bridge being like hey look at me I'm in front of a bridge but I'm wearing what I can only assume he's like a child's pajama top <laughs> that says your dream come true <laughs> why <laughs> why <laughs> I was just like I made a very bold fashion choice <laughs> when going what to year see- was this uh this was like a decade ago but oh like my God. like here i'm like in a shirt <laughs> like oh i swear God. that's a pajama top <laughs> but i was like i was like yeah i've been to that bridge my sister was like no, no. it's a completely different bridge cool cool so i'm dumb that was the point of my it's anecdote of i'm dumb and i've never been to the natural steps um no, but honey. many people have. <laughs> <laughs> but it is a common <laughs> Other people who are not me have Lots been there. Lots of people go. Um, so the area around the natural steps has been inhabited for as long as we as white people know. Mm. So white people started showing up around this part of the states in like the 1500s, 1400s. Okay, that's And a there long were time already ago. Native mm-hmm. people living there. And the Damn. Native people were like, we've been here as long as any of us can remember. Okay. Because it's literally a staircase from the top of a cliff down into the river. Yeah. So why and everybody loves walking on it. It's way more convenient than like... Climbing a hill. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like a cliff face. So I don't know how you'd get down... Old-timey rope. Yeah, exactly. From the well, dawn old of, elevator. Yeah. The dawn of history. Yes. So Man the, has used you take these the stairs. steps. Yeah. Yes. So the... Mm-hmm. Quapa tribe. Sure. Pretty good. Yep, sure. That's what they're called now. Sounds authentic. Who was there and they have been using the steps to get up and down to the river. Um, and then in the, then white people started showing up. They also started moving in around okay, there. Cool, kicked those, these uh, you know, indigenous peoples right out. Um, uh, they right they we'll take like, them. Yeah, pretty much. These are our steps now. Um, so then in the late 1800s, they realized that the river was actually deep enough right up along the edge of these steps that they could dock Poop boats. in it. Oh. So they... And there was like a, this is a poopable river, yeah. wouldn't you say, Nigel? And there was a natural stone outcropping that they could use as like a little like dock. Oh, so oh, they started being like, well, we, this is just like a, literally a naturally occurring like boat depot. So they just started fucking using it. 
And then it became the tourist trap, the naturally occurring boat depot. Yep. So in the late 1800s, subsidiary of Home Depot, steamboats yeah. would come over. Brought to you by Home <laughs> Depot. Uh, steamboats would come over and use the dock, and they would take uh, tourists from Little Rock because it's just 20 miles up the Arkansas River. Sure. So they would take tourists there, drop them off, they'd climb up the stairs, they'd pick a nick. Ooh, um, pick a and then they'd come back down, and it was like a huge touristy thing. And, and would, people would be like, "Look at these enormous natural steps." Now let's get back on this Ohio River boat and get. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, they ooh, used to, oh, oh, podcast mom is not enjoying this particular no, beer. No, I didn't give you very much. I gave myself most of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but they said that these steamboats were dropping off loads of people like around 15 to 20 times a week. So oh. it was real popular, like every day. People love those it. stairs. They love the picnic on the top of the stairs. Um, in the picnic on the top of the stairs. <laughs> Hi, we're Irish now. In uh, 1859, the governor, current governor of Arkansas, was like trying. He's been gov- current governor. Has been governor. He's been there for a long time. He's a ghost. We're gonna get to him. I'm oh. just kidding. He's not. Okay. Um, but he was trying to get more tourists to come to the area, and he gave some big speech where he talked about the steps. And it was all pretty boring, except he called them quote wonderfully artificial in appearance. What? <laughs> Why would you? Natural <laughs> steps from the nature, but I wonder if they artificially appear. They look fake they, as fuck because they look like a staircase. Yeah. Um. So then, uh, later in the 1800s, they started using it as an actual like ship depot. Again, they're just steamboats at this point because the Arkansas River isn't that big. Sure. Um. And they were using it as a like dock to ship out uh, cotton, corn, and firewood, which were big exports for that part, especially to just like take firewood from that part of the country, like the, the land, state. and take it right 20 miles downstream to Little Rock, which was a thriving metropolis back then mm-hmm. and still. Um, so then in just little bits and bops of history, because there's steps, there's yep. not a lot more there. Yeah. Uh, uh. So then in uh, 1874, it was the site of the Battle of Paul Lamb during the Brooks-Baxter War. Ooh, the okay. Brooks-Baxter War? Yeah, sounds so like the fun. Brooks-Baxter War was a war that was fought entirely within Arkansas, mostly around the Little Rock area. Between of, two guys? Because of the results of a gubernatorial election in 1872. Jesus. Apparently people were upset about those results. And you I'm going to fight this, you. No, I'm going to fight you. Because well, they're in the middle of the Reformation because it's 1870. So mm-hmm. they're rebuilding the South. Mm-hmm. And I think it was like a fight. So it was a fight between the the Republicans and the liberal Republicans. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, and the uh, Republicans were the cop baggers and the liberal republicans were the scallywags oh god scallywags and the carpet baggers yep so they were fighting over the results of a gubernatorial race in 1874 um and so there's a fight it was it, they were fighting in little rock they ended up kind of coming up the river and they're like sh- they're again on like steamboats and they're shooting, shooting, at, shooting each at each other across the river in these <laughs> steamboats in front of these majestic natural yep. steps and then uh one of the uh one of the boats got hit and so then it stalled so then the other boat just circled around and then like kept shooting at it <laughs> and there were quote five dead uh that said literally like reports from the papers at that time said like number of dead five number of injured or number of wounded quote quite a number quite a number <laughs> quite a number whatever injured. the number was it, it was, was quite, quite a high. number 
the, the riverboat walls of the 18th. Yes. The Baxter Brooks gubernatorial war. Baxter Brooks. Isn't that insane? Things you didn't know existed until Wikipedia tells you Oh, something. my God. Could you imagine, like, in this day, be like, I wanted Newsom to win. No, I wanted this person to win. Yeah. I'm going to shoot at you. It Fisticuff. does seem in to a boat. be. It's, it was a very long Wikipedia page explaining this war, and I was like, I don't care that much. Yeah, no. Give me the highlights. Yeah. It did seem to be about... Uh, people who liked black people and people who didn't like black people. Mm. That seems it does seem the dawn like that. Recorded history. That was the juxtaposition. The problems. Yeah. Um. Then in the early 1900s, they built a train depot at the top of the steps Ooh, because nice. they were like, "We're bringing in stuff on the steamboats." Then we take them up the steps and we put them on a train, That's and it was great, great. and it worked Super really smart. well for like five, six years, and then the train depot burnt down. Oops. Oh. Um, well, and then they f- found out that they could build a special train that could go up the rocks, and then they built a train in the water and it's a submarine and then that's how they invented submarines no oh. none of that's true <laughs> uh but in 1927 and to Russia. but in 1927 there was a big big storm and the mississippi river flooded oh. and the mississippi river spills over into the arkansas river which floods so they were using the steps so they were using the steps as like a barometer for like how bad the flooding how was getting bad is it? like oh. they were basically <laughs> like like how tall are you on the wall of your mom's kitchen oh but it was God. like how bad's the flooding on how many steps is yeah. it covering oh god um so as i said it's still a town to this day it's not it's unincorporated territory um in the 2010 it's census, got like a mobile station and three houses it, it, it has maybe a, it's got a it quick has trip old historic houses and like an old uh mill and an old thing places i thought i had been i'd been to other old mills in arkansas so like you either same. work at the you either work at the mobile station or you give tours of the historic mill Oh, no, because everything it's not a tourist location. It's all oh. it's private property. You can't go like you could go. They and could shoot you. It, it, someone would be it. fine. It's it's well, well, well. looks like we got us some Yankees going up and down our steps. You think you just come down here, walk down our natural steps? <laughs> They do look not. delightfully artificial. God gave my ancestors these steps, not you. No, no, God did not give your ancestors this God at all. God gave some brown people these steps, and my ancestors took it from, from them fair and square. Yeah. Stole it from them fair and square. Yeah. I had guns, they didn't. I'm a white man, I could vote. Um. <laughs> anyway, so it's a town. People own the area around this. So it's it is a bit of a tourist location because it's beautiful, mm-hmm. but you can't it's not like people just taking pictures of themselves walking up and down the steps. Someone owns this land. Oh boy. Oh. Um my guess is it's the Moreland family because sure. they've been there for a long ass time. We're gonna get there. Okay. Um so anyway, in the two thousand ten census, the town had four hundred and twenty six people. Oh, it's real big. Oh, that's a that's a big one. Um so the biggest uh, uh grouping of people is the Moreland family. They own the Moreland farms, which is a cotton farm that has existed in that space farming cotton since 1870. Wow. Isn't that bonkers? Wow. They also used to have this big farmhouse that was like the historic um, it burned down in the 90s. Mm. A lot of shit has burned down here. It's a lot of fires. It's right by a river. Also, it rains Does a lot it, in Arkansas. So it makes I don't perfect know why. sense why There's everything's a lot of on fire. fire. As we know, moist wood burns the easiest. It was so easy. I yeah. feel as a lot of people are mad. Jesus is mad making fires. Smite. I don't know. Yeah. I don't. Ex- I can't explain it. Um, but the but Moreland Farms is still there and still produces and manufactures cotton and still sends out cotton on boats from the natural dock that occurs at the bottom of the steps. Wow. Um, there is also a church 
course it is a Baptist church. Of it course. Is Arkansas after all. Well, the church was built in 1913. It also burned to the ground in the 1940s. Oh. Because everything here burns. It just burns. <laughs> um, it burned down when a group of volunteers were cleaning up uh, debris. With from, fire? From the cemetery next to the church. With fire. Because there's an old ass cemetery fire. that dates back with to... The, with, eight, the, with the dry, dry bodies. Dates back to 1861. Highly flammable. And they were cleaning out the cemetery of all the dry brush. They created a burn pile. Sparks flew from the burn pile to the top of the roof of the church and it burned it down oops then they built the, a new church that's like slightly down from where the old church was but the old cemetery is still there and that one burned down fell over and then sank into the swamp yeah, pretty much yeah. so the old cemetery is still there you can go visit it again i think i think that's probably public property because it's, it's a cemetery. cemetery the church owns it um and a little bit further down there is a uh they now call it the african-american cemetery which I feel is a little bit of revisionist history of the South from the 1800s. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they're there. They're they trying, separate cemetery maybe? for people who were not white who died there in the 1800s. Great. Nice. Um, cool. nice. But they're nice. also there. You can go check them out. You can still read some of the graves and stuff. See the um, historic racist cemetery? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> and the, well, there's two historic racist cemeteries. Hey. Different sides of racism. Yeah. Um, so this place has had some cool stories over the years. We're going to go through a couple of them. Yeah. So there's lots of stories tied to the fact that Jesse James used to hide out Ooh. here. Sure. That's a famous guy. There are kips. <gasps> uh, oh, shit. Of course. This is going to be a three hour episode. And buckle up. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, no, I'm just kidding. There's, there's, there's caves along the riverbanks. It's fine. Uh, but so Jesse They're James special. used to go into Benton, Arkansas, which is close by. Used to do a bunch of stagecoach robberies. Isn't that where Walmart's from? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, oh. And, uh, and then he, they would come down and like stay in the caves or they'd like stay up at the top of the cliffs because the steps gave them a quick getaway to the river. Makes sense. Um, so everyone's like, oh yeah, Jesse James definitely used to hide out here. And then they tried to prove it recently. They tried to go back through old historical documents and they found a bunch of stories dating back to ye old times. Never a single piece of proof. It was always like, my mom's grandmother's neighbor saw Jesse James hiding out in the caves on she, the steps. She was drunk. So, and like a lot of times within these stories, because it's just verbal folklore that right. happens a lot in the South, but a lot of times in these stories, like an interviewer would say, well, like, do you have any proof that your grandmother saw that I said grandma girl. saw him. Yeah. And so the the interviewees would often respond, everybody knows it. <laughs> it's fact. Oh, there are sure. some that say. You know yeah. nothing, Jon Snow. <laughs> um, now at that point, grandmother had taken to drink. <laughs> um, so another weird thing is that the Masons are super drawn to this point. Sure. Nope. Illuminati. The Masons. The Masons. So there's a lot of Mason temples in the in this part of Arkansas. They're temples, right? Yep. They yeah. are now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so apparently in June of 1876, a huge meeting of all three local lodges, the closest lodges, like had a big meeting there at the steps. Oh. It was like hundreds of people, which is a lot of fucking people in the 1870s. Yeah. Circle jerk. So a bunch of these of fucking Masons. Masons got together. I assume jerked each other geometry. off. 
Yeah, had some fucking do as thou wilt, some Aleister yeah. Crowley sex magic. Um, and then 100 years later, actually 100 years in two days, because Mason's math is not their strong point, uh. Uh, they had a like reunion gathering where they had all, everyone from those three temples come back again. Okay. Um, and now another circle jerk. thousands of them. This is a much larger. They just kept making bigger and bigger circle jerks. Yeah. And they added a couple new steps, if you ask me. <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah. And, and so everyone shows up again to celebrate the anniversary of the first time they all fucking gathered here for no goddamn reason I can right. find. Mm-hmm. And then they buried a quote time capsule. Ooh. Although there's no records of them burying the Anything? capsule or like what's in the capsule. They just know that like they were like people in the area were like they buried something. <laughs> something got I think buried. They buried a body. The Masons showed up and buried a something body. weird question mark. Oh, so who knows? I'm assuming it's obviously a- lizard men and the Illuminati. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, obviously. Um, so another fun legend to come out of the natural stops is the legend of the buried Confederate gold. Ooh. So there's been this story since since ye old times that during mm-hmm. the Civil War. Um and all of these are facts. These are facts I'm about to tell like you. Like actual There was real? a war. There's called the Civil War. That's okay. a fact. I've heard this of it. I've heard fact. of it, yeah. So uh, while I was writing up my notes, I couldn't remember the word civil. Oh, and I kept being not the revolutionary, the one after that. And it couldn't come up with a fucking word. <laughs> Spanish-American. <laughs> yep, had troubles. Better for New Orleans. Um, so the Union Army had just taken Little Rock from the Confederate soldiers. So the Union Army's starting to like really move in and take mm-hmm. control in the South. And the Confederates are on the run. So they run up the Arkansas River, right past where the Natural Steps is. Um, so they're sailing up on a big boat, steamboat. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Union starts to give chase. And the Confederates are like, fuck, we have all of our shit in this boat. Because mm. we're trying to like get away. We have all of the money that we were using to support our local military efforts. And like our guns and all that stuff yeah. in this fucking boat. We can't let the Union get it. No. Nope. Mm. So God they decide, no. here's what we're going to do. Barry. We're going to blow up our ship. Oh, yeah. Brilliant. That makes so sense. they're not good at blowing up ships because they blew up the ship and they killed three people. Their own people. Whoops. Uh, not everyone could swim, apparently. Um, but so they did. <laughs> that wasn't a question they asked before they blew up the boat. <laughs> Do you know how to swim, old navy? I don't know. Hey, any y'all know how to how to swim? Look, officer, I will happily serve my country for the rights of all the white men around me. However, I would like you to reconsider my position on the boat. I cannot swim without my floaties. Shut your face, Carruthers! Light the match. Yes, we're, sir. We're doing it live. <laughs> Um, so they blew up the boat. The boat sank. Three people died in this boat sinking. Uh, we know that that is true. They are buried in that cemetery. Oh, boy. Um, Fucking ding-dongs. So, Explain that one so to their So there was this Mima. legend that there was a sunken boat. You and did it, what with my grandson? <laughs> yeah. There, your grandson couldn't swim. It's not my fault. You raised him next to a river. He was always afraid of water. <laughs> he was such a special boy. He was a special boy. <laughs> a special what a fear and boy. What a fear and boy. <laughs> Some so, people are so God So pure fearing. and snowy white. <laughs> he wouldn't even get in the bathtub of a child. He smelled something awful. <laughs> uh, anyway, so there's this legend that there's a sunken boat and it has all this treasure in it. treasure. <laughs> and everyone was like, yeah, it's like a local legend. It's a story or whatever. And then in the 1940s, there was a guy who was waiting on the dock, the natural like mm-hmm. stone outcropping of the dock, 
for a steamboat to come pick him up, I'm sure, after his picnic. Yeah. Um, and he's like, what is this? There's something shiny down there in the ground, in the dirt. And he digs it out, and it's an old-time $5 piece Ooh. from Civil War-era Confederate America. Nice. And he's like, holy fucking shit, this legend is true. So then it causes everyone to go gold crazy. I bet. They start, like, swimming in the river. They start digging up everything along the side. They start blowing up the side of the cliffs, including some of the steps. They lost some of the natural steps. Oh my God. Because they were Jesus. blowing them up looking for pipe, looking for gold. Which, by the way, the boat if sunk. The boat why would the gold be in, in the, the steps? In the fucking steps, you dumb yucka ducks. Yeah. Well, they thought because the whole reason they sunk. Well, look, here's the thing. Sometimes when you blow shit up, it, 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 it goes out away. It's so got a trajectory. It's going to trajectory. That's a word I know. It's a trajectorize into that step. So it trajectorized a horde into, into the steps. rock face hardness. We just got to shake up the bottom of the river. You know, gold floats. Right. Small rocks. Very small Very ducks. Um, and the story is that they sunk the boat directly up across from the natural steps so that they could go back later and find They'd the always gold. know where they it was. Like, That's where it fucking yeah. is. Yes. So then they start, so somehow that morphed into, well, they took the gold out of the boat before they blew it up and put it in the natural steps. We and better blow up the steps. People yeah. literally started dynamiting these steps. Jesus. Before the government stepped in. This is the 1940s. Before the government stepped in and was like, Knock it off, stop destroying our, our, our like natural resource, like beautifulness. This beautiful thing. Stop fucking murdering it to look for gold. You that doesn't exist. Psycho. You dipshits. They yeah. never found a single piece. There's lots of people who think the guy who's like, look at this $5 piece I found Planted was it. bullshit. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but and there's this whole legend of gold. He's like, like sitting in his <laughs> living room. He's like, look what I done, Look man. at all them big dumb dumb in Blowing up the natural beauty you, of the landscape. You wet dumb dums now. <laughs> Um. It, yeah, he's like talking to his wife. He's like, "There's too many dumb some bitches are living around here. I bet we can give them all pneumonia if we tell them that there's a bunch of <laughs> gold like at the bottom of the river." It's like the 1940s version of punked. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like, like Ashton Kutcher's gonna jump yep. out. What's up? I'm Ashton Kutcher, and uh, you've been uh, punked. Y'all been punked. Y'all been y'all punked, been but punked. you're dead and you got pneumonia. So <laughs> sorry. Y'all been punked to Whoops. death. Pump. <laughs> Um, Stakes were high in older times. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't even that old. Oh, she's 40s. That's fairly Jesus. recent to be blowing shit up for imaginary treasure. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. That's um, fair. Uh, but the reason I am telling you this story today is because of the ghost story yes. of the natural steps. Remember, it's a podcast about ghosts. Is it? It's not just history. It is. So I'm going to tell you about the ghost of Martha Sanders. Mm. So um, Martha Sanders was not no relation to Colonel. Oh, that's unfortunate. Um, so it's the 1880s. Okay. Uh, Martha is a local woman who's in love with a local man named... Harlan Sanders. Gustavus? Gustavus? Yeah. Gustavus. Yeah, we're going to call him Gustavus. Gustavus. Named Gustavus Sanders. Oh, was it a relation of hers? No. <laughs> the woman is named Martha. The man is named Gustav Sanders. Oh, they get married. They, they live, got married. They that was live in the same oh. small They weren't brother town. and sister. I was like, she's not Sanders at the beginning of the story. It's she could have been. <laughs> it's true. It's Arkansas in the 1880s. It's very oh, yeah, likely. It All bets are off. Very conservative uh, religiously, but very liberal <laughs> marriage-wise. You know what? They were just trying to keep that bloodline pure. Yeah. <laughs> but then none of their children could swim. Nope. <laughs> they don't got blowed up. Um, but so... 
they meet and they like court for a little bit. They fall in love and they decide to get married. Mm. So because they're both from this town, um, they decide to get married at the top of the natural steps overlooking Aww. the river, which was a little bit unusual because everyone got married in the church. But they were both like, we hippies. really love it out here. We love. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They were like the serving 1880s kombucha at their reception. Gotcha. Um, but so they're like, we want to be married at the top of the natural steps. We really Golden love it up milk. here. Yeah. They were like, awesome, cool, let's do it. So they got married in um, October of 1880. Um, they were very happily married for about <clears throat> for about three days. Oh, until oh. Gustavus got very sick and immediately he died. died. Oh, oh, no. No. <laughs> and you know me, my mind was like, ooh, it's foul play. Women are poisoners. Yeah. No, no. I think he just died of yield diseases. Yeah. Oh. Because um, a lot of other people in the town died in October of 1880 as well. You can tell from ah. the cemetery. Um, so Gustav died literally like less than a week into their fucking marriage. Oops. Um, so, uh, Martha stayed by his side until he died. And then she stayed with her family and helped plan the funeral. They had the funeral. After the funeral, she walked away. She wore her wedding dress to the funeral. Oh. Um, after the funeral, she walked away. She was like walking home to the home they shared together. But no one ever saw her again. Oh, shoot. Oh. They're pretty certain she went back to the cliffs at the top and of the jumped. natural steps and jumped and oh. killed herself. Oh, that's very sad. Um, or like walked into the river because mm-hmm. she just didn't mm-hmm. want to live without him. She's trying to find that gold. Yeah, she's looking for that gold. <laughs> she's going to get her dynamite. Um, so uh, every October on the anniversary of Gustav's funeral, mm-hmm. which is a specific day in October, um, a ghost shows up mm. in that old cemetery. Mm-hmm. It walks from Gustav's yeah. grave. As it walks out of the cemetery, it looks back to where the church used to be oh. but it's not there anymore because yeah. of volunteer fire yes um so she looks back as if there's a church there she looks confused like why isn't there a church there right and then she just keeps walking she walks down to the start of the natural steps she walks down the steps and into, into the, the water oh and she does it every year uh, went on- down to the river to <laughs> die <laughs> um, so she does it every year in she October. She goes to the water. Uh, the locals all know and they like wait for her. And lots of other people have been like, that's so cool. We want to come see the ghost of, no. of her as well. And they will not tell anyone what day in October it is because they're like, Martha is not a tourist attraction. She's like a woman who died sadly. And like you showing up here is not going to help her get peace. So oh. you can't fucking So you know. stay away, Baggins. They're, yeah. They're like trying to protect her yeah a in a bit. weird southerny way That's sort of right. sweet though uh, it's kind of sweet that they like they're like we're not trying to make money off of her ghost mm-hmm. she died terribly oh, this woman's tragedy she, yeah exactly yeah. yeah um and it, th- apparently it's been happening for years and they know that it's a true story they can prove through like marriage records and like gustavus's grave is fucking there, there. in that cemetery right and martha's isn't because she's not she's buried not. anywhere because they, they don't know never where she found went. the body. Yeah. She may not be dead. Oh, she's oh. alive forever. She's a Mason. Yes, she's, she's a- Jesse James. She's been out there circle jerking every thousand years with these assholes. She split the atom. <laughs> she is the fifth dimension. Um, but that is oh. my ghost story, which brings me to my beer. I like it. Oh, oh, reach so far reach away for it. me. So my beer is from Belching Beaver. Um, it's uh, the collab they did with the Deftones. It's called Phantom Bride. That's Hell good. Yeah. Um, because she was like basically honeymoon era bride, yeah. went to a funeral in her wedding dress and fucking noped and into a goddamn river. Yep. into the river. Um, it is an IPA. It it's sure 7.1%. Is. It's delightful. Mm-hmm. 
Nope. Uh, I re- it's a it's a little hazy. Yep. It's a Amarillo Citra and Simcoe. Oh, and Mosaic. Mm-hmm. It's great. Gross. It's it's a quality IPA. I feel like it's great. It's what Gross. when you think of an IPA, this is what it tastes like. It's it's clean, it's crushable. No, it's not. It's piney. Oh, it's been so long since we've had a crushable. Piney. It's seven. I don't agree. <laughs> it's it's a tuna crushable. Watch me crush it. Yeah, num, watch num, me. Num. Watch me crush. Uh, it's good. It it's not on my list of like my top IPAs, but it's good. I like it. Yeah, it's one. Of, it's it feels like a very classically flavored IPA to me, and yes. it's again one of those like there's absolutely nothing wrong with this beer. Yeah. If you were looking for an IPA. This is a good one. Drink it. Agreed. So go for Agreed. it. Plus, it's got uh, the Belching Beaver logo they turned into a skull. Fucking Beaver yeah, Skull. It looks cool as hell. It's got like the sugar skull drawing on it. Yeah. It's a cool ass skull. The can art bangs. It's great. It's I love the good. can art. I want to be on my record. Hey, this is the part of the show where I get to pick a winner. Hey, guess what I love more? Uh, I, I love. Uh, I love pagan Christmas trees. Uh-huh. I also love Confederate gold punk from olden times. <laughs> I love Muff College and I love step ghost lovers <laughs> and Martha. And I do love fart hotels, but if there's one thing I love more than anything, it's that your ghost was turned out to be Jeff the Mongoose. You win! <laughs> Vanessa is incredible. I split the atom! <laughs> She's the festive <laughs> I'm an extra, extra special mongoose. <laughs> oh, man. Thank, Thank you. you guys so much Yay. for hanging out with us yes. this week. You're all extra, extra special mongai. Yeah, yep. <laughs> That's the plural. Yep, that is now. Come yep. back next week. There'll yes. be more booze. And more bros. <laughs> Until then, cheers. cheers.